The Chicago Bulls made some moves this offseason, but the question for today is, will we see a change in the Chicago Bulls this upcoming season, or will they regret what they did this past offseason? Y'all know we're going to talk about it, but you got to hit a music fair. Cognac, yeah. Shy Boys Podcast with the Cognac Boys. I'm Cognac Boy Bobby, and I'm holding it down for me and my co-host C-Dub as he got to go ahead and take care of some family business. If you like what you're listening to today, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and shake the notification bell so every time we drop, you'll be one of the first ones to know. So while I'm getting, before I get into this topic, I just want to let y'all know right after the topic, we going into the voicemail bag to support the supporters who support this channel. <laughs> Make it real quick. But uh, on to the topic. Will we see a change in the Chicago Bulls this upcoming season? The reason I came up with this topic is simply because Dan Favelle of the Bleacher Report listed the Chicago Bulls as one of the teams that will regret what they did this during this offseason. So I pulled some, you know, some quotes from Dan and I want to read them before I dive into it. So one of the quotes that I found interesting pretty much stated by Dan Favell. Sorry if I was messing up your, your last name, my guy. But he went on to say the Chicago Bulls executive vice president of basketball operations, Arturis Karnaschova, essentially began the offseason touting the merits of the Nikola Vucevic trade. That is unequivocally a weird thing to do in service of a deal that cost the Bulls Wendell Carter Jr., Franz Wagner, and Jet Howard in this year's number 11 pick and culminated in zero playoff series victories. Ooh, that's a tough one. He went on to say, these moves read like a series of transactions from a team preserving its present. This should have been an offseason in which they explored a proper reset. They didn't. So, honestly, man, that was some choice words. I think that was very well thought out from Dan Favell. And I, I, it's two sides of it. You know what I'm saying? Me, I wasn't ready for a, 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 a rebuild. That's just my personal opinion. I believe that it was just too much good. I think just believe it was just too much talent on this team to just, you know, wipe it all out and go into a rebuild. And I have been one to go on and say, I don't want to see a bad team playing. And I, I want to at least see these guys competing for the playoffs just to see what they can do. And just, you know, because of the talent that we had, you got Zach Levine, you got Alice Caruso. Yes, you love DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic. Now, I name all that to say this. I really did think that the Chicago Bulls should have retooled. Some may say they did retool simply because they added up, you know, they went and got a point guard. They went ahead and they, you know, added another veteran in Torrey Craig, you know, so it's just a small retool. But in my mind, I thought the retool was going to be different. And I'll just go out. I'll go out here and put out what I was saying initially before the offseason even began. 
I said the Chicago Bulls should retool, but that retool should include exploring options for either DeMar DeRozan or Nikola Vucevic. And that's how I want that. And that's, that was my approach going into the offseason because I felt like the one I felt like should have been up for more grabs should have been DeMar DeRozan simply because I feel like he slows the games down. And I feel like him compared to Vooch, Vooch has that modern center type of game. He can score from the inside. He can score from the outside. Not the best defensively, but we have seen him step up to the occasion and rise to the occasion when counted on. So my mindset was get rid of the guy that slows down the pace, who's really, you know, active and most productive from the mid-range spot. So, you know, and explore that option. I'm not too, honestly, to keep it a buck with you, I'm not even that upset that the Chicago Bulls went into this direction with um, keeping the core together. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not my decision. And um, I don't think it's all the way bad because you add a guy, that's your point guard, and um, Javon Carter, who can possibly be a good replacement for Alonzo Ball. Then you bring back Kobe White, who took a step forward. You still want to see if P. Will can finally put it together and take a step forward. And then they brought back Ayo Dosumu, who I believe still deserved another chance. That's why I'm not highly upset about it. But I wasn't extremely excited about it, just to say that. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought that the retool was simply going to be different. I thought it was going to be some different moves, but I'm not mad at the moves that the Chicago Bulls made, especially when it comes down to getting a nice front team friendly deal for Nikola Vucevic, signing Tory Craig for the price that they got him at. Uh, Kobe White got a team friendly deal, in my opinion. Javon Carter got a nice deal, in my opinion. So even though it wasn't a lot of moves made, per se, with new players coming in, a lot of the money being dispersed among these players was still smart and team friendly, in my opinion. So y'all go ahead and drop it below. Do y'all think we'll see a change in the Chicago Bulls this upcoming season? My current answer is it's to be determined. Because one season, we've seen the Bulls play spectacular, especially with a point guard who was able to push the pace, defend, and shoot the three. Now you're getting that with Javon Carter. So in year three, with this core intact, I just want to wait and see what happens. Ask me again around December. <laughs> For real. So let me know. Will we see a change? Comment that below and we'll talk about it. But um, now to move on to our fans and our supporters. Just want to get y'all some love and play y'all voicemails over the waves. Y'all already know. Hey, this the first one from my guy, Big O. All right, what's good? It's your boy, Big O. Definitely uh, appreciate the voicemail. Definitely when I get shit up and running, definitely going to have to, you know what I mean, network with you guys. Um. You guys, we talk about Joe Cali and the and the you know the criticism for the front office. I think it's a hundred and ten percent warranted, regardless of the situation, regardless of everything you guys mentioned as far as Patrick Williams having a shared time with star players and Dale Terry not getting minutes. We know it ain't all they fault, but what we do know is that we got to judge them with what's going on right now. And if we had to judge, if we had to grade AK no right now today, they'll probably get a a a, a C minus D plus with me, because the moves they made it was good in the beginning, but it's not good now. 
mainly because of Lonzo Ball injury. Now we talk about why did they draft Patrick Williams instead of a guy like Tyrese Halliburton? Because they already knew they wanted Lonzo Ball. So they was trying to knock out two birds with one stone. We're going to get us a, a, a three and deep guy with a high, high ceiling, and we're going to get our point guard in the trademark. Hindsight, that was the wrong move. You know what I mean? Hindsight, it definitely was the wrong move. When you could have got a guy like Halliburton, a younger version of Lonzo Ball, not the defensive guy, but just the point guard version of him. Um, and you know what I mean? You could have got him on a rookie scale deal and put him next to Zach Levine, which is what you did with Lonzo. The Walker Kessler Terry thing, I still don't get. But only thing I can try to make sense of it is, is that they don't like playing tall guys. I don't understand it. If you shot block, you can't play for the Bulls. I don't understand it. But clearly this guy Walker Kessler is a demon on the block for opposing centers and big men and whoever trying to come in that paint and eat, he's going to take your lunch money and, and, and put it in your face. So I think John, John, uh, Joe Colley is dead on. AK, they got to, they got to make better moves. You got to hit on one of these, you got to hit on one of these drafts. You got to hit on something. Cause teams out here already better than us hitting on shit. You know what I mean? We look at this year's summer league. Cam Whitmore, some of these guys on teams that's already loaded with with talent. They able to hit on, on on guys. I'm telling you one thing, Julian Phillips, he, he better be a hit. He better be a hit because they got to hit on something or, you know, well, I mean, what are we doing? But thanks for listening to me. Uh, you guys keep going. I'm, tap, I'm tapping in with you guys. Go Bulls. I'll let you boys. All right, so that's the voicemail from my guy, Big O. Appreciate you, my guy. Thanks for supporting the channel, and um, thanks for leaving your voicemail. First thing first, before we get into it, want to go ahead and say just, hey, do what you got to do to get your podcast up and running. You got a supporter over here already, even though we haven't heard it. It's going to be some growing pains. It's going to be some lessons. It's going to be some days where you don't even feel like it. But keep grinding, keep pushing, and always know you're going to have a crowd for yourself and it's going to be some haters there, but it's going to be some major supporters that make you feel good and make you want to continue to do your stuff. So do your stuff, my guy. Now we move on. Now, he said that the criticism is warranted, and I'm 100% with you. Like, it's like we could pick out some of the good, but it's definitely have been a lot of bad these past two seasons. You know what I'm saying? And we could talk about game performance, game planning from the coach. We could talk about effort. We could talk about disappointment. A lot of stuff has come up, so you'll see minus C+. Plus. I'm all for it when it comes to how we going to grade AK and Mark Eversley because if we keeping it a buck, we love this team. And you can't nobody here tell me they've been happy with what the hell we've been seeing these last two seasons. So I'm with you on that grade. And lastly, you said that Julian Phillips, Julian Phillips better hit. <laughs> hey, I'm with you on that. But I demand that I need to hit first. It's Patrick Williams. He needs to hit, and I mean immediately he needs to hit. And I mean, this upcoming season, he's had two off seasons now where he could just work on his game and get better. I believe he took a small step forward last year, but we need a big step forward this upcoming year. Thanks again, Big O. Shout out to you, my guy. All right, y'all. So this next one, we go ahead and we show some love to my auntie Goon. 
Auntie Goon, I know you sent this a, a little while ago, but I was out of town traveling, doing what I do. But you know I ain't going to forget about you, baby. So here's your voicemail. Let's get it. Gang, gang. Hey, it's your auntie. I'm just like getting up early, watching y'all shit. Hey, Bobby, I'm with you. Hey, you ain't saying nothing wrong. You ain't saying nothing wrong. Hey, this message for Ayo. And Ayo only. Y'all know who my son is. Hey, Ayo, check this out. If they give you a one year, well, if you got a contract for a one year deal to, you know, figure shit out, try to stay with the Bulls or figure your options out and do your shit and take off with the Bulls, hey, do that. But if not, go and make you company. Because I'm going to tell you like this, I'm not going to go on a hustle on no motherfucking block where I think they doing all this shooting and all this gangbang shit and I'm putting myself in jeopardy to get hurt for another motherfucker. No, I'm going somewhere that I don't want to be comfortable with no bullshit at. But at the end of the day, hey, bro, if the Bulls offer you that little money and somebody offer you better, do your shit. Don't stay with the Bulls because you cool with that. Don't stay with the Bulls because you cool with the barn. Fuck that. It, it, it's all business. It's nothing personal. Look, I'm your mama, and I'm telling you this. Go get your bread, son. Go get it. If the Bulls want to be on this front tip and ain't trying to give you what you're looking for, go on here with your, whatever your option is. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm following you. I'm listening. I'm following you. I'm looking at you. Look, do your shit. Whatever team you just, you chose to go to, do your shit. Do not go to a team and play like you did your second year. Go to a team and take off. Let them motherfucker know this is I. I'm not playing. I'm here to eat. I'm here to get bread. I ain't here for none of that shit. I ain't here to make friends with none of you motherfuckers. I just want my bread. But hey, son, do your shit. I would love to see you back with Chicago Bulls. I would love it. You my son. You my baby. You my son since Illinois. I've been watching you since you was in college. Listen, go get your money, man. I don't do a fuck. And then Liberty Gates, listen, man, listen. Y'all fans need to stop this bullshit. Whatever I yo got going on with the Bulls, like Bobby said, he got into October. Hopefully he found the Bulls. If not, hey, go go somewhere that you know where you're comfortable at. Go somewhere where you know you get more money at. Don't try to stay with the Bulls because you got friends and y'all connected for all that. Like I said, it's all business, nothing personal. And, and that Liberty guy, y'all just stop this bullshit. Like Bobby just said, being in G League and being in NBA is two different ball game plans. I'm telling you, that G League is, is still like to me, like a lot of college players playing, if you ask me. And they trying to make it to the NBA, if you ask me. But the NBA style is a totally different, hey, that's a totally different motherfucking subject, man. That's a totally, man, that, it's just different. Y'all cannot compare Liberty with Ayo. Y'all cannot. He never played in the NBA. Ayo played in the NBA from day one because Alonzo Ball been hurt. And he took off his first season. Second season was bullshit. Hopefully this third season he can sign back with us and do what he got to do. All right, y'all. That's Auntie Goon's voicemail for that motivational speech for Ayo Dosumu. Obviously, we know Ayo Dosumu is here to stay. But the, the message still makes sense. And it's, Auntie, when you come out and you say, this is for I.O. and I.O. only, this is for Patrick Williams and Patrick Williams only, I feel that and I listen out of respect for my auntie. But the message is still clear from Auntie Goon. I.O. Dosumu has to come out and perform. We know he got a three-year deal, but he still has to perform. And that's what we want him to do because now it's more guards in the way. It's more people in the way. So Ayo Dosumu, we need to see him come out and put it on 
a solid performance this upcoming season. And then lastly, when it comes to Javon Freeman Liberty versus Ayodo Sumu, it's something I thought about. I, I, something I thought about was, will the Chicago Bulls regret that? You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's still to be determined simply just because you said it. The G League is different from the NBA. So I can't, I love what Javon Freeman Liberty did in the summer league. And I wanted the Chicago Bulls to bring him on board so we can finally start to see an integration of older players and vets with some young players who earned their opportunity. I really believe he earned the opportunity at least for one year to showcase if he can fit on his team. But then again, we have so many guards. So the decision not to bring him along and bank on Ayodo Sumu, somebody who's doing it already, I understand it. So thanks, Auntie Goon. Shout out to you. All right, y'all. This last voicemail is going to come from Derek from the South Suburbs. Shout out to you, my guy. Here it is. Hey, hey, Cognac Bobby. Hey, look here, brother. I am really very much. My name is Derek. Derek from the South Suburban area. And, brother, I'm, I've been a lifelong Bulls fan forever, forever and ever. Just looking at y'all, I can tell I've been a Bulls fan for longer than you've been born. But I say I'm saying that, that to say this. Uh, man, what you guys are doing with this show, man, is absolutely phenomenal. Man, brother, I appreciate the information that you bring to the airwaves every day, man, and you be bringing some good stuff. Man, my hat is off to you, young brother. You keep it moving. But, uh, no, in response to one of the questions about, uh, could, uh, DeMar be the Batman to, uh, Zach that Scotty was to Mike? The, an the answer is absolutely no. Because one, uh, from what I see, uh, DeMar is a dog. He's a dog, mid-range assassin. He's a killer. Zach don't quite have the killer instinct to be the number one alpha over a, a personality like DeMar DeRozan to begin with because I believe that they have too much respect for DeMar. That is why one of the reasons why Patrick Williams can't move forward is because of all of the things that DeMar has accomplished in the league, he's probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No doubt. And they have the utmost respect for him. Look at what he does and brings uh, in the offseason, how he's a tutor for these guys. Uh, they have so much respect for him, they don't want to step on his toes. But I am also in, a, in agreement with C-Dub that in order for us to really see uh, P-Will flourish, DeMar is going to have to be moved. And they're going to have to put P-Will in the position that he should be playing. And it's not at the four. It's at the three. And then you'll see the true P-Will. The P-Will that AK drafted. That's it for me, brother. Peace out. Derek from the South Suburbs, brother. All right, Derek, thank you so much for calling in and supporting the channel. This is what we do it for, man. And first, your, your first comment when you came in, look, I'm only 28 years old. 
I didn't even see none of the, I don't remember anything about Michael Jordan's run. I had to go back and watch that and hear stories and stuff and things like that. But the number one thing is I take pride in is doing my homework. And I learned this the hard way. <laughs> so doing my homework is very important to me. Uh, but a lot of the times you, you might get a quick reaction out of me, but I like to have calculated thoughts and reactions to things. Some, and that's what I kind of learned over the years. And that's why I, when I told Big O early on in the episode, it's going to be some haters. It's going to be some haters. But the ones that show and respect and, and, and give you your praise and be like, man, I support what y'all doing because y'all doing something good. Shout out to them. And you one of those people. And um, this is who I do it for. I do it because I love the game. I love the Chicago Bulls. And, hey, I want to see the best for my city and my team. So shout out to you for that. And then also you touched on that uh, question about can DeMar be the Robin to Zach Levine's Batman? And I think you I think I think that's why when we did the episode, I posed that question in that way for us, because a lot of these young players are getting grabbed under the wing of DeMar DeRozan, at least from what we're seeing in the media. We're not seeing that type of action being taken by Zach Levine. He could be doing that, but we have not heard or seen it. We see a lot of clips going with Kobe White and DeMar, Patrick Williams and DeMar. And at the end of, you know, exit interviews, DeMar DeRozan is out here saying, they like, who got to work out with you this, this offseason? I think he said, anybody under 24? So it's mandatory that these young guys follow up behind DeMar DeRozan and receive that mentorship. That's why I see what I, I see 100% where you're coming from. Even though I feel like Zach Levine should take the lead, it could be possible that DeMar DeRozan just has that much more respect. And that's and that can be, you know, predicated on a number of things I'm not going to get into, but that's those guys' decision. You know what I'm saying? So we can only respect it. And lastly, we're talking about P. Will flourishing. P. Will can flourish in that role that he has but it has to come at a sacrifice from the others. Got to be a sacrifice from, in my opinion, Vooch and DeMar DeRozan to give up some of that or Billy Donovan to go out here and draw up some plays for him. You got to give him an opportunity. That's what it comes down to for me. It comes from, from him first, and then the, the coach has to assist him. I don't like the random offense. So we got to go ahead and get something drawn up and put some more effort into these sets in the way we're going to play Chicago Bulls basketball. And I'm going to leave it at that. But that's it for me, y'all. Lastly, before I get up out here, just want to show love to everybody that called in the left a voicemail. Excuse me if it took too long to get your voicemail played. I was traveling, and we had to get some things updated with our software. So thanks for the patience. Shout out to our supporters. We love y'all. We already know. This is a family right here. We talk how Chicago talk. We know what that chicken fried hard with lemon pepper and mouse sauce do to you. So we're going to keep it right there, and I'm going to leave it right there. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. If you want to call in, that number is 773-242-9219. And you can get your voicemail played over our episode just like this, and we'll react over it just like this. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one for sure. Come on, yeah. Come on, yeah. Gang. Gang.